right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Pastor and the Guy Next Door, episode 129. Good evening, Bill. Good evening, Pastor. And how do we find you today? I mean, you look super relaxed. So if you say I, anything other than I living the life, super I'm super relaxed. Really I have a brandy on the rocks. The reason I bring, drinking, I'm drinking brandy is because it's just a little chilly and it warms my heart and soul. And, I thought that was my joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next subject. Yeah. Or or you have a, a strong alcoholic beverage because you're meeting with me. Well, maybe that could be true, but I'll never say. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of it's overcast and cool, and yeah, you know, we had a couple of days of ninety it, degrees. It rained pretty good this morning, and then a little while this afternoon. And I was. Yeah. In a backroom screen printing, uh, so I don't know what happened. Well, I think I napped through the afternoon range error. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a good activity for our rainy day. It certainly was. I mean, I was just working. Well, My part-time job that gets me out of the house. I mean, there's other <laughs> things that could get me out of the house, but not in the rain. I would probably be napping as well, but then I couldn't go to sleep tonight. True. But anyway, yeah, looking... Onto the summer plans, planning, you know, things just kind of pop up in Grandma and Grandpa's world. Like, oh, we'll come and see you this weekend, or could you come and see us this weekend? And, True, uh, so you have uh, plans thrust upon you, but then you have some plans that you make. Right. Or we say yes or no. But when it comes to the grandchildren, we very rarely say no. I've noticed that. Very rarely. That's why we're not around. <laughs> yes, I know. So, I saw you more often when you still had the business. Yeah. You know, that's that's interesting. You know, it's inter- it's also interesting. Your children I, need to start inviting me over to see the grandchildren, otherwise I'm never going to see you. Well, what do you think of that, Anthony? <laughs> anyway, uh, I know Anthony listens all the time. Anyway, uh, you're looking... Towards the summer plans, you know, we're going to the Gulf Shores with uh, my son Kendrick and his wife Jenny and Lily and Teddy in the in the very near future. So we have to get things organized around the house, and I'm sure I know you'll take very good care of our house and keep an eye on things. I'll, my I'll buddy Phil is going to be watering the plants, yep. and he's he's going to be over tomorrow night, so I can show him what has to be done. And, what plants to water and such. I'm glad you're not entrusting the plants to me. No, I. Yeah, Phil said was, he's the water wise. boy. Yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, <laughs> that's your job, buddy. But I'll, I, I uh, I'll, I'll check your mailbox and bring your mail in, but yeah. Phil does that too. I mean, Phil just does a lot of different things. He's a jack of all trades, a master of none. Um, tomorrow morning, I've got. Go down to Phil and Catherine's and do some early morning screen printing, then come back, mow the lawn, and Lisa and I have a ritual of not having dinner at home unless we have extra leftovers. Well, I think we've cleaned out the refrigerator of leftovers. So tomorrow night we'll go off for dinner, and then Lisa has a breakfast engagement with one of her friends, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. Or not, I know tomorrow morning, but I'm talking Wednesday morning. Maybe just get all those things that haven't been done done, like packing, putting things in the vehicle, making sure I have my stuff, play my ukulele, or practice it. Run. 
I do exercises with that. I'm going to take that along. I declined on taking my bike along because I don't know what the weather is going to be like. And just having the bike on the back of the car, it's a nice bike. And it has that word trek on it. Right. Even though it would be locked up, I'm afraid somebody may have some type of gadget to release the locks. Such and as take, a bolt and help cutter. themselves. Yes. Yes. You, you can either pick the locks or the bolt cutter is actually quicker. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, I think I'll just leave it here and we'll walk on the beach and uh, take hikes in parks, look out for alligators, that kind of stuff. But I do look that forward to good. having seafood. We are going to be going deep sea fishing one yeah. day for red snapper and whatever else we catch that's edible. And that's about it. Lay on the beach and relax. Watch the waves come in. Hang out in 80, 90 degree weather. That's a little work for me. One pair of jeans is going with and a pair of like nylon sweatpants. Mostly to be worn before and on the day I come back. (laughs) Okay. And then shorts the rest of the time? Shorts and swimsuits, yep. Swim trunks. Very good. Yeah, no, my, uh, my week... Well, my summer is pretty much all my mornings. I will either be driving a bus or I'll be at the uh, the depot. So this week we're preparing for uh, summer school, which starts next week. That's just a morning deal, isn't it? Yes, it is. Summer school, the the kids, so it's not mandatory. So it's voluntary. So they're usually very happy about going to summer school because they're looking forward to whatever classes they've signed up for. And, and they don't have to be there. They don't have to be. So they're, they're going to summer school mostly because they want to. Occasionally their parents want them to be there, but mostly they're, they're, they're happy about the things they're going there to do. So they have lots of choices, you know, like they can, uh, there's Lego and you know, the different, there's all kinds of different things they can do. Uh, so they're there between eight and eleven. Uh, so uh, I'll be you know, obviously getting up early to drive them there to get them there by eight, and then when they get out at eleven, uh, drive them home. Uh, I'm not sure how we haven't finalized the, the routes yet. So uh, was, it, was it last year or the year before? Uh, the route I had included going up to Wyoming Valley. There was a, a pair of students. Uh, that needed to be dropped off there. So our listeners that are not familiar with Iowa County geographic locations, Wyoming Valley is north of Dodgeville by about seven, eight miles, nine miles maybe. Yes, it's the last uh, town before you, you as you go north on 23, State Highway 23. It's the last town before you leave the county. And if I'm not mistaken, all that is... All that's located in Wyoming Valley, the town of Wyoming Valley, is the townhouse and a school that's used for other things. Yes, and a, and a scattering of houses and farms around it. So, yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, and, and that's right, it, it's a pretty drive. Uh, it's a pretty area. But it meant that, you know, leaving the school at 11, I wouldn't get back, wouldn't finish my route till like, 12.30, because... Mm-hmm. That was a long way to go, including the other students I had to drop off. Is that a five-day-a-week thing, this uh, uh, No, summer the school? summer school is going to be 
it's Monday through Thursday for three weeks. And then I think we get a couple of week break. And then the second session is also Monday through Thursday for three weeks. So six weeks total, Monday through Thursday. So I get my Fridays off. So that's nice. Yeah. So it sounds like this is uh, pre 4th of July, that post 4th of July. Or am I wrong on that? Uh, probably I'd have to look at my calendar. I've got it in my calendar. Because I think we have three weeks before the 4th of July now, since it's it's getting close. That sounds about right, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what I'll be doing. So, uh, and, you know, when I go into the depot, uh, I help the to depot. help out. Yes, yeah, that place. Uh, to help out in the office, I only work till lunchtime. We have to come up with a term. You say depot, I say depot. How about... The garage. But then you say garage. Well, we could call it a terminal. Yeah, I'm good with that. The bus terminal, yeah. Yeah, the bus terminal. <laughs> we'll call it the terminal. Okay. Um, that is one of the legitimate terms. Terminal number 37. That's our... Oh, okay. Within the company, that's our number. We're number 37. Uh, and how many terminals are there? I don't know, but... The, at least 37. Well, you'll have to find that out for our next podcast. I think, uh, I think Spring Green is 42. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if that means that Dodgeville Terminal has been around longer than Spring Green. I think Spring Green has been around longer. So I don't know how they choose the numbers. But ours is number 37. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's built into our route numbers. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, if it works for the company, I guess it's got to work for us. Well, yeah. Uh, and I don't really care since I don't work for the company. True. Or have children ride the bus. Not for a long time. No. Did they ever ride the bus? Maybe for sports trips. Sports trips, field trips. It's like uh, that's about the only time I ever rode a bus was field trips, sports trips. But we never had, we always seemed to have the, the, the trail buses. The nicer more cushioned seats for the seventh grade basketball that I coached for 20 years. We took the school buses and when my kids were in, in athletic events, it would always be school buses. I remember my son Kendrick saying varsity basketball players, they each got a seat by themselves. JV basketball players, two to a seat. Freshmen, three, maybe even four (laughs) per seat. Uh. I don't, I don't think you can fit. <laughs> I don't think you can fit three high schoolers on a on a bus. Well, they had them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you you take in, I don't know what forty five kids at the max. Yeah. You find a way to make them fit. True. So. Yeah. So that's most of my. Uh, most of my summer plans. Now, I don't have anything exciting organized. You talk about a wedding party that you had to take from one location to another. Do you have many much of that going on? Um, it feels like this year uh, more weddings than the last few, probably because the uh, restrictions are, list, are lifted from the plague. So I think, uh, I, mean, I was just talking to the boss this, this morning and she said that they'd had six wedding shuttle requests come in. 
So yeah, there's quite there's been quite a, an increase in, in wedding shuttles. So the one that I drove, I just drove half a shuttle. Uh, the normal wedding shuttle, kind of the the afternoon you're driving people to the from the designated hotel correct to the event yeah and then you you get a cup you know however many like typically something like four hours off and then you can go you know go home take a nap uh and then you go back and you you start driving people from the event location back to the uh the, the hotel so when you do that is there generally two trips three trips uh, two, sometimes three, yeah. So they'll, um, they'll retain you. So I was, um, just looking at one today where they're gonna, the driver's gonna drive for about two and a quarter hours from Mineral Point to Spring Green. So the event is in just north of Spring Green. And you have you ever seen that uh, octagonal barn as you head up 23 towards... Pl- it's just outside of... So as you get outside of Spring Green, you go over the hills, and then there's a an octagonal red barn off on the left. It looks it looks cute. So apparently that's a wedding venue. They, they oh. hire that out for, for wedding parties. Uh, so That's going to be a big deal, having barn weddings. I know we have one just north of town. Yes, the one that I drove the other day was a farm they had they this is their first season they've stopped farming and now they're just doing events yeah like wow okay i hope that works out for you well they must obviously don't want to deal with weather rising price of fuel fertilizer seed Indeed, you know, all, all when you're harvesting, put, planting that stuff in, it's like the never-ending days. And then the never-ending days when you harvest it. That's when a lot of the farm accidents happen because these poor guys... Working long days, they get tired and, yep. They work hours. Yeah. So so these guys, I mean, I, I took a look inside their, their... They've converted their barn. It's quite a nice... Uh, venue hole now mm-hmm. um, yeah so it looked quite nice so good good luck to them um, well so there's yeah. there's always weddings always well it, it does seem that way so yeah uh, so we may well have quite a few wedding shuttles the, the problem is they're predominantly on Saturdays and Saturdays are predominantly when I'm working on my sermons and you're going to have to pick up your game and I, I know well I'm going to have yeah Friday's off uh, true well at least through uh, through the summer I'll have all of my afternoons back true because I won't be driving anyone in the afternoon so I can start trying to work on my sermons in the afternoons and then maybe I could do some wedding shuttles <laughs> I don't know, it just, it just seemed, so f- the, the wedding shuttle I did, the last trip I took was actually taking the bride and groom home, um, and it did seem completely weird to have a lady in a big fluffy white dress sitting on my school bus, I was like, no, you know, that's just something you don't see every day. No, but we've seen a lot of them now, well, quite a few more, we'll say, not a lot. I, I, I just can't imagine 
my wife ever thinking that she would want to ride on a school bus in her wedding dress. I'm just, I'm not seeing it. I'm trying to think, I think Kels and Dave, how did they get from the the distillery when she got married to the winery, which is probably, I would say half a mile. They did have a school bus that day. And it rained, and it's a good thing we had it. Right. Because that guy, he made several shuttles. Yep. Now, that was a that was a shorter trip. I mean, this this one I was just looking at today, um, that's going to be from Mineral Point up to north of Spring Green. So right? you're looking at over a half hour, 35, 40 minutes. That's, that's probably going to be two trips max. Yeah. 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 So the so, designated hotels in Mineral Point. Yes. All right. So yeah. <laughs> Why I don't know. Maybe that's where most of the the relatives are. I don't know. Maybe that's the only place they could get that would offer a block large enough and cheap enough that they liked. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I do know that when Lisa and I get married, the first thing you do is get the church. The second thing you get is a venue. And then you plan everything around that. I didn't do any planning. I just turned up and said yes and took the pretty girl home. <laughs> yeah, there Sean, you go. Sean did all the planning. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, Lisa and I did the planning ourselves. Oh, okay. I think Sean did most of the planning. But, uh, yeah, like, no, I, I'm old school. Did as, you even, as the did you guy. Her, did you act at least interested in what she was doing? Oh, I think I nodded now and then when she was telling me. Oh, that that shows an interest. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A sure nod. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely, dear. So, did you oppose anything, or was it all just a nod? Yes. I I didn't oppose a thing. Uh, Well, I I did at the beginning say let's not invite too many people. So we we uh, we kept it from going crazy, um, but other than that, no, it's like, no, well, whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I had nothing to do with the dress or the flowers. Well, no, you wouldn't. No. So, and of course, you know, you usually get married at the bride's church. Yeah. And the bride's minister normally conducts the ceremony. As it was, we actually ended up having both of our. Uh, pastors, her pastor and my pastor, uh, and they kind of did a joint thing. Although at the end of the day, only one could sign the uh, marriage certificate. So I think it was her pastor who signed the marriage certificate. So he was the number one guy. Uh, well, they, they 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 both did equal amounts of of work during the the actual ceremony, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, only one signs the marriage certificate. So I think he. I think he did it. Gotcha. So, but it, it was it was very nice. I mean, you know, I got to take the pretty girl home with me. You said yes, and yeah, you and the pretty girl are still together. That's right. <laughs> you know that. You're you know you're you're There's breaking something to be the said average. For that. You're breaking the average. Well, I try. You're padding it. I, I so, try. So, so Lisa and I. How long have you guys been married? Let's see. It's 2020, right? 2022. 
20, excuse me, 2022, it will be 40 years. Wow. That's awesome. 40 years, yeah. I don't even know what the average, what the average is. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's different averages because uh, apparently once you're on your second marriage, those the average for those is way lower than the average for first marriages. Really? Yeah. I thought maybe so, the so second if you get it right the first right. time and you 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 get married and you you know then generally you you stay married and their those marriages last longer. So people are on their second, third, fourth, fifth. Third. And the more marriages that you're into, the 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 worse the, the odds are for them lasting. Hmm. So yeah. So if you get it right the first time, it generally will last a good while. That's yeah. I, I guess I never looked at the stats. Yeah, but hey, just uh, for second and third marriages anyway. Right. <laughs> well, if you do it right, once is enough, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I this is just I'm really not happy, and I don't want to do this anymore. Well, that that doesn't cut it with me. I know it doesn't cut it with you either. No, no. You, <laughs> yeah, not a lot of sympathy for, for that perspective. No. Um, no. But, uh, well, okay. So we're, we're in danger of uh, going down a, a political rabbit hole there because I, I have some strong opinions about, yeah, we better, about those aspects of marriage. You better keep it uh, quiet on yes, that. Yeah. Uh, so, but we're... Uh, we're both firmly in the get married and stay married camp. So we'll, we'll... Well, you know, you make a lifelong commitment. I think you should hold to it. But then again, I was 29 when I made that lifelong commitment where some people are south of that. <laughs> quite true, a bit, quite a bit south of that, and they don't really know what that means. Yeah. Uh, It does, it, it does seem to be if the guy is. In, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember what I was when I got married. Either what 20, year was it? Twenty nine or thirty. Uh, got married in ninety six. Okay, and when were you born? Sixty six. There you go. That's so thirty was, years. Twenty nine or thirty. Well, it was just before my birthday, so I would have been twenty nine. Heading towards thirty, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it does it does seem to help if the guy is closer to thirty. Get all that nonsense out of your system. Yes, yes. But there's still a lot of nonsense in my system too. <laughs> my, mine too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just look around my study. <laughs> and then, uh, well, Michelle is well. She's younger than I am. Uh, seven years younger. So you rock, you stole, you robbed the cradle. I, I robbed the cradle, yeah. No apologizing for it. <laughs> Lisa's only three years younger than me. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, we got off on a tangent there. We did, oh, how unlike us. Pastor Jim would not like that. No, oh, he would not approve. <laughs> 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 oh, he's... He's so fun, but he he can be he can be quite stern. He's on task. Yeah. 
Oh, he has, when we're recording our tea podcast, he has his timer going. We, we do the three segments. We do it in three segments. Okay. And he has his timer going, and he knows how long each of those segments is supposed to be. And, and you know, we alternate doing the opening segment. Uh, the, the second and third segments are, are shared. But uh, one of us does the intro, depending on whether it's an even or odd-numbered episode. And you have about a minute for your intro, and then you have about three minutes for the... Before we actually taste the tea, this is the opening it and smelling it and talking about what the tea is, and then the the actually drinking the aroma it. Aroma tea. Yes. Yep. Uh, then the third segment we have fifteen minutes, and so he's oh he he keeps us on track. Oh, that's. <laughs> I think you need that. <laughs> I, I certainly do. Uh, I, I'm I'm very thankful that he stepped up to the plate. Uh, so it's it's fun, but yes, our, those two those two podcasts, this one and, and the tea podcast, in some ways, just could not be more different. Well, it sounds like you get the best of both worlds. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, um, not to be political or anything, and, and talking about retirement and being able to do things with the grandkids and having spontaneous summer plans, and sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm looking at my summer now and thinking, I'm glad all my grandkids are within less than three hours of traveling time because that means you don't have to use that much gas and then you can treat them more when you're there. True. And the children as well. And go out for dinner or, you know, this or that, you know, picking up uh, some fresh fruit for breakfast and it, you know those kind of treats that you know you don't normally have in your your regular life, and I'm thinking, wow, you know the price of gasoline now. It's by the weekend. It's probably going to be five dollars a gallon. Probably. It, it it seems that way. Of course, I back in March in California, I paid eight oh nine point nine. What do you think that is now? Oh, I... Ten, yeah, eleven bucks? It, it it would have to be. They scare you. That one of those little oasis-type places where you know it's the last gas for a hundred miles, so it's like, yeah, I better just pop up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you know the area, you know, I'm sure it's fine. Well, but, and that's uh, the thing. you got to know. Yeah, but I, I'm just passing through, and I know... Uh, I was warned that there were certain spots, especially once you you got in the desert, where top up when you when you saw a gas station because you never knew when the next one was going to be. <clears throat> yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. I hear you. Now we've got a pretty good range on the Durango. We can get like four hundred and fifty miles. How many gallons in that tank? I don't know. I think it's got to be. Somewhere in the region of eighteen to twenty, it, okay. it, it's big. Because I think mine is fifteen in the Escape, but there's a lot of plastic on the Escape. True. So I think we get like thirty-two miles a gallon. But I'm not going to be racing down with Gulf Shores. I'll just set it at yeah. uh, seventy-two, seventy-three, and just let her go. In fact, I took my car in today. Do just the uh, do you or do you know? The speed limits bump up as you head further south because they they started climbing. We were do you know we had a lot of seventy seventy five uh, 
But you're going out the west. Speed limits when we were heading west. Yeah. Right. See, we're in. We'll be going through Illinois. What are we looking? Yeah, you don't want to be speeding in Illinois. <laughs> well, you know what? Once you get Illinois, find us. We'll have a little conversation with yeah, you. Yeah, but you know when you get way down in Illinois, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's below the Mason-Dixon line. I don't think there's very many. It's pretty much Illinois, and then you're in Alabama. Okay. Because you're going straight south. Well, you know, you, you hit the tip of Kentucky and Tennessee along the Mississippi. I remember coming back from Disney about three, three and a half years ago. We were in one state, then another, then back in the other state. I stopped to get some gas, and I picked up some Yingling beer, because you can only get it out in the east. And I said, what state are we in? Because this is in the mountains, the Appalachian Mountains, and I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last state we, you know, line we crossed? And they looked at me and said, where are you from, Mars? And I said, no, I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> and of course, if That explains a lot. Yeah, well, it does. We're fun-loving. Right. Well, no, you, you're exactly right, though, because I remember when we were driving back from uh, Virginia, um, get going. We, we were bouncing between a number of different states. I don't even remember exactly which ones. Well, and it, the route is straight, and you cross the river a couple times. And you're in one state, then you're in another yes. state, and you're yeah. back in the other state. You you kind of you ping pong back and forth on a straight line, because the river yes. does not run straight. Right. Uh, whereas when we were, and then we we kind of had a little bit of that when we were heading south. First of all, down towards uh, Tulsa, because we were in Missouri, and then we were in Kansas, and then we were in Missouri. <laughs> okay, yeah. Depending which which road you took. Depending which uh, state you were in, so we we did end up sometimes being half the time we we're in Kansas, half the time we we're in Missouri, and then we got to Oklahoma. And it's like okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, well. but, but then once we got on I forty, just south of Oklahoma, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, then uh, yeah, that that just goes west, west, yeah. west. But also, when you're getting you, west. You, you just literally go through the states one after another. There's no bouncing. It's just one after the other after the other. Well, and the speed increases. Uh, it does. Until you because get to the traffic 75. is less. We might even have one small stint where we could do 80, but most of the time the speed limit was 75, and that was really nice. Why do 75 anyway? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a drive really close to the speed limit kind of guy. So. Uh, well, you're a pastor, that's why. Well, yeah, and being... Out of my own state, I didn't, you know, when you're an out-of-state driver, I, I didn't want the local uh, police officers to go, Ooh, he looks like a profitable person to pull over. You know, <laughs> I remember when I was Catholic, and all the priests, they would, whenever they were traveling, they'd always wear their collar. Uh, <laughs> that old That trick. got him off the hook. <laughs> yeah. Most most ministers in our organization do not wear the dog collar. Um, I think I've, I've read in some of the the discussion forums. Some of them will wear them occasionally if they're going for like prison ministry or uh, you know nursing home visits or whatever. Just just so because people are used to seeing that and think, okay, that person's a minister. Yeah. Uh, so from that point of view, I can see why you might do it, but, uh, I've never done that. I've never worn the, 
Well, the only prison you wrote was the Iowa County Jail. True. Where I will be tomorrow. Oh, boy. The new jail. So, the new jail, yes. Um, I've, I've had a little tour, because uh, they, when they res, you know, uh, restarted the, the jail ministry, uh, they had they had people come in to get a little tour. Okay, so this is where you're going to be while you're teaching. This is where the cells are. And these are all the doors. Five or six, maybe seven doors you got to go through to even get to your room. Where well, you and you know the thing study. is, the Iowa County Jail. These are not hardened criminals. Uh, well, they've got a mix, but most of them aren't. Yeah, most most of them are fairly agreeable, fairly amenable, non-violent people. The violent ones they sent to Baskerville. Yeah, uh, they they got a few that might be a little bit uh, touchy or disagreeable, but mostly they're. Yeah, they're, you're, you're, you'll be fine. <laughs> Blessing on video cameras yeah. in the, those rooms so they can they can see what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you ever take those guys? Maybe the, the sheriff could could have a, a field trip with those guys. Yeah, I could pop them on the school bus. And, hey, let's take you more for a little drive to the beach or something. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when they have to be back. Make sure you come back. But, you know, I, I think they get caught pretty rapidly. I don't think these, these are not, as we said, hardened criminals. And even yeah, though they may know not. their way around, sort of the police. The orange should. jumpsuits probably would help them stand out a bit. Well, that and, and most of the, the Iowa County Sheriff people, they know every nook and cranny this. this oh, county. they know all the places to look, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they sure know. They, they know what houses have basements, <laughs> what stall, which ones stall, which ones are crawl spaces. They know every little shed and shack everywhere. I'm glad. I'm glad you do. So, so there you so go. That's our that's our summer. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna come back tanned and refreshed with sea air. Yes, yes, and yes. And I'm gonna be hanging around school buses all summer. Well, and after the... To, to make a, a complete change from hanging around school buses the yeah. rest of the year. Well, you won't, at least the weather will be nice. Uh, you won't have to worry about blowing sure. snow because out at the terminal, oh, it does get windy. It does. And snowy. Yes. It can get snowy. But that's not this time of year. But that's only the first half of the summer. Maybe our next podcast I can talk about the second half of the summer. Oh, you have more plans. Oh, this is like the summer of plans. Oh, my, my, my. Well, I look forward to that. I look especially forward to it. Yes. Do you want to sign us off? Ladies and gentlemen, fond listeners, thank you very much for the the listening. And uh, we will see you next week. (laughs) 